for some football! Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia.
Tiger has always had is what's going to make him really push through this uh, rehab because it's going to be tough. So y'all been muted the what? whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 15 minutes of muted on Tiger. Hey, but good afternoon, everybody. Welcome oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Hunter, you're the one, usually one that checks it, too. So, I'm, not awesome. that, I'm not saying that you're Damn, trying, Tanner, what good are you sitting here <laughs> pressing buttons and we don't even check to see if we're... Oh, I swear to God. Oh, goodness. Oh, Listen, I'm, it's, I'm not it's, repeating any it's, of that. It's been Me one, either. It's been one of those weeks. What would you talk about, Tiger? Okay. Um, it, what, what's the update? What's the latest updates on it? Uh, I, uh, told, I just told... Uh, uh, out of surgery. Okay. I told Hunter that he left out very agitated from the hotel yesterday. Almost hit a director's car. Uh, and something was going on. Pissed him off. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Probably paparazzi. Who knows? Uh, be one of his girlfriends, anything like that. Um, so you talk about Keno Tigers. If he's going to play legacy, things like that. Um, so that I, truthfully, I don't think he plays again. I don't think something he, like I don't this. think. I don't think. I don't, there's a chance he might not be able to. You're right. He already had back and leg problems. Mm-hmm. This this isn't going to help, gonna help it, any yeah. of it. No. Um, winning a a golf tournament, an internet, people think it's exactly they take Tiger for granted. So all the people you just named that competed with him were good for a couple of years, Two, right? Three. It's the exact same thing the tour is now, but there's no Tiger. The tour has always been the same thing. One or two guys mm-hmm. every couple of years wins three or four majors, then it then it rolls over every three, four, five years, and it does that all the time until you have a Jack Nicholas or a Tiger. Tiger tires right now, there's a whole generation of people that'll call him the greatest golfer. Before we ever. had that discussion a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Again, Jack's still in front of him. This is the whole we- Jordan LeBron thing. You, you know, and again, put it this way. I was I'm I was not or am not a fan a fan of any golfer. First of all, second, I'm not a fan of Tiger. Again, it was one of those things where the same thing with LeBron. This is the greatest thing we've seen when he had eight championships or seven championships. Like, well, did we not just see 16? And if Jack's playing with today's equipment, he wins tournaments. Like, this, that, that golf's golf. The mm-hmm. scores, you know, you can look at them across the board. They they can change the equipment all they want to. For the most part, this those scores are. Aren't changing. They yeah. back the greens up. They they're hitting it longer now, but that's just equipment. The interesting thing about Jack is we was talking about who you know. In, it's it's debatable who the greatest was, and I say Tiger probably had a lot more competition. I might be wrong about that, but uh, Jack second place finishes in the Masters or majors was a uh, it, it was ridiculous. He uh, had he he was in second place. I mean it's it's unbelievable. Uh, I want to say almost as many as he won. Um, but I, I was telling. Hunter, and you can tell me if but this Jack is was a, before our time winning. Yeah, well, I never saw Tiger play. was during, so I mm-hmm. can't say anything about his play other than you know the stats and anything. But but to me, the game of golf is you get it in the hole, right? A sixty nine is a sixty nine, and so I could shoot a sixty five every day on the course, and it'd be the best four rounds of my life, and not win a tournament because the guy shot a sixty four on one of those days and beat me by one, and that's how golf is. And then the next tournament, you can shoot 70 all four days and win. So it, it's a weird sport like that. And to me, comparing them over time, I don't have a problem with that at all because you're going to get – they're all using the same equipment at the same time. Um, I'll tell you what I told Hunter, uh, and it, see if you think this is a fair assessment of Tiger. Before Tiger uh, 
went on his downhill a little bit. He had 19 second place. I told you. It was about, I, he, he had, had 20, eight, 21st. 18 19, majors. 18 first. 18 first, 19 second places. He could have been, man, he could have really lumped that up. 37 if he did. I mean, come on. I mean, that's a fair. I mean, if he'd have got half of those. But anyway. He did get half of them. <laughs> no, I'm talking about if he other, won other, half of the second of the, of places. The second yeah. places. So, but you think about this. See if I'm fair on this. Uh, when Tiger Woods is in his prime and he walked out on Sunday with the red on, people people shrunk right off the bat before <laughs> he, before he started being exposed. You could say yes and no because number one, he never made a comeback. Not one single one of those Sundays no. was, was a comeback. He's the greatest front runner of all time. And when he came out on when Sunday, I'm in the lead. I put my little red shirt on. See, this is what I didn't like about him because you can have all kinds of myths about he if he comes out on Sunday again. That's just somebody that said it. Like he got his red shirt on, he's gonna come back. He's gonna make everybody scared. No, he's already leading. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's not well, coming back on me. He's well, already in first. Well, then I mean, you could go ahead and say probably one of the best closers ever. He and, never lost a lead. And that, that that's fair. That's absolutely fair. And because on, we've seen guys shrink in moments when they do have the lead on right, Sundays. Right. And two, uh, I, I was comparing him to Tyson a little bit because when Tyson did his walkout mm-hmm. before he got exposed by Buster Douglas, he already won. It was a psych, it was a psych, psychic, you know, psych, what do you call yeah, it? Psychological, psychological thing. Right, I agree. You're standing out there, and I think it would be better for you if you were playing Tiger to be in a different group on, on, the, on the last day than oh, to go yeah. out there and play with him. Absolutely. Because he's going to carry that crowd. He's going to carry that aura. He's going to have the mystique. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Phil. Mm-hmm. You know, now Phil, they, 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 were, they were perfect uh, against it. Like, they were perfect for each other. Um, Phil... Had, had catered to a certain group. Tiger catered to a certain group. Uh, I was actually a, a Tiger fan for the most part uh, until he started having a lot of issues with uh, just falling off the the wagon with his family and stuff like that. And yeah, um, like I, said, then I started pulling for Phil. A fan of a, in in particular players. It's just weird because you know, like let's say I'm a Brooks Kepka fan three years ago. Was he won anything last year or the year before? Like, like I love watching Brooks. That's Guy what I'm saying. Fun. Like you can rotate around. I tell you, Zach, I did like Greg Norman. I pulled for him. I liked his, I, I I liked his equipment. I like everything about Greg Norman. You know, he, he brought up Phil Hunter just as a comparison. Phil's got five majors. Mm. <laughs> Tiger went four in a row. No, no. Like the two, again, this is basketball. You know, we we've talked about this a lot about about errors or whatever. I believe any. I believe the good players in every error. Is, Especially starting in the nineties, you started nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. The good players would be good, the great players would be great. So if Michael's this far ahead of Reggie Miller, that's like Tiger and in front of Phil. Mm-hmm. Like Phil's great, Reggie's great, but there's a there's, there's a, a difference. difference. There's a there's a difference. There is a difference. Uh, I just the Tiger Wood video games, I think, brought more people to the game of golf than. Than any than anything ever, Tiger in the video game. Tiger probably grew the game more than right, anybody. Right. I'll give him. I'll you can give him all that credit in the world. Um, they promoted him, but then he won. He won, mm-hmm. and again, he was he was front runner. Um, but the games were really cool. It allows you to play. They were the first golf games where you could like do things besides just hit yeah. A and B, and that's mm-hmm. how far your game. You can affect the ball. You know. You, you know. It's in the you know wear different clothes, play different courses. Mm-hmm. It made it very interesting. And number one, it came out when I was in college, so everybody I know would was drinking beer and playing, and playing the game in their yeah. dorms or in their apartments. And, you know, it snows. We're all, you know, we're doing yeah. all kinds of things. Right. So 
the um that part of that that he did i think he did there's a lot of ton of people that would go to the course mm-hmm. so i mean so some people golfers are different or different types of people i don't mind playing with people that are bad i'm i get i get more frustrated at people that are they're jerks mm-hmm. that that Every time they hit a bad shot, they they cuss and GD mm-hmm. and, and F bomb. I don't mind cussing, fine, I'll do it too. But what I'm saying is that some of them is just like everyone and like, what do you usually shoot? Ninety five. So you know that before you come out here. Yeah. And you're, you're still, still getting, getting mad. Upset. Yeah. Like Right. It's the only sport where I like is I walk into the NBA court. How many threes do you expect to make in this game? None. None. <laughs> they could have shut me down. But then I, they would get mad that I didn't. Right. That's how people are in golf. So it's kind of weird. Um, and, and there's different type of golfers. There's drunk golfers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to. I can tell. I can take one drink of an of a beer, and my golf game will change. Not that I'm I'm uncontrollable or drunk, but it's a relaxation thing. Mm-hmm. So you, you drink a couple of beers, your shoulders relax, right? Mm-hmm. You're, maybe your back relaxes when every swing. Is 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 really so mechanical that you can't relax your shoulders. You need to be concentrating. So I can tell. I'll drop five strokes mm-hmm. on a score if I'm drinking. And so a lot of times, you know, if we're in, in in the summer and stuff, though, a lot of and a lot of people they just go out there to drink. Right. <laughs> a lot. A lot of people go out there to gamble. Um. Uh, but I'll pick if I'm having a bad front nine. The back nine, I'll, I'll pick a brew or two up at the at the clubhouse yeah. and knock. If you see me drinking on the back nine, you know the front nine didn't go too well. It's just <laughs> there are guys out there playing golf now that would have never picked up a golf club 100%. if there wasn't four Tiger. One hundred percent, seriously, because they made a good point when I was listening. Golf used to be looked at as like a gentleman's game. That's what it is called. It's right, a gentleman's supposed, game. Yeah, it's supposed to be. And you know, most you're of the time, you're supposed to call your own fouls. You're not. You're not supposed to cheat. There are no reps. Right, but it's also I don't just go find a little place and play for free. You, it, right, that's an it, issue. it can be an expensive game if you right. want to play all the time, which could, to some people, be a barrier. Right. Why it, they don't want to play. There needs to be... But I think Tiger got through to the other guys saying that anybody can do this. I think the biggest issue, and a lot of people don't, you know, is where you live and where you play golf. So a lot of people are like, man, it's a hundred something dollars to play golf. I'm like, not if you live if in, you the, look right in the right place spot. and are willing to play a place that's not that 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 great um i can pay ten dollars and play nine right, right the problem is r- right on the money thing like so if i'm going to play pickup at a basketball if i'm going to go play pick up the wire or something i need a Y membership 10 20 30 dollars a month or whatever it is sometimes unless you find just the park right or if you guys play at a park or, right. or have a church gym you don't ha- you don't have to pay mm-hmm. um but golf you do have to pay um and and it's you're starting off you know 20 in a hold before you even think about anything on that. And, and that's a, that is a, a detriment that you. I, and not only that, imagine if you got to buy your own equipment. Right. Golf well, clubs well, ain't as, golf, golf clubs ain't as cheap as like a $15 basketball. No, you can get a $15 basketball and a $100 pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And you're not. And you're set, really. Right. You play a round of golf for, for that, at the, especially more at the beach and other places. Mm-hmm. And it's, in, it's insane um, how much some of those cost. It seems to me, Hunter. Um, just from playing them, the nicer the course, the harder it is. And what's the point? Right. <laughs> you want to go what's, out there and have a good time? Just pay weird. ten dollars. What's so weird is like on these golf trips or something, we'll go and like. So I'm the best golfer. Uh, so, I'm, so let's say I'm the best golfer in the group, and it's a beach trip, which I know it's it's going to be hot. Mm-hmm. Guys are going to be hungover and or drinking. Mm-hmm. Nobody's here to play good golf. 
Mm-hmm. We'll get to these nice courses and like, y'all want to play with tips? <laughs> y'all want to play the women's? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Y'all drunk fools are going to shoot 120. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, hey, let's play the tips. I'm like, no. Because people want to see, what would I shoot compared to the pros? <laughs> like, plus 20 more. Just mm-hmm. add it to it. I'll tell you right now. All right. And, and, and it's not, you know, the par fives and the fours, you know, it, it, it will. It, it'll cost you a couple of strokes, especially those drinkers and guys. I can't wait to to the technology and everybody where we have the hover carts and the bi- and the bicycle. Car. Have you seen the the like the yeah. bicycle carts? I, yeah. I would love to have my own little bicycle cart, right? And you know, roll over to the woods, take a pee, pop out. Yeah. Why not? Without bothering anybody, I think that the the individual cart thing. Mm-hmm. I think that would highly speed up the game because. I know one guy that we that we play with that he wants to drive hunter, but every time he hits one out in the fairway, he'll go park his car like in the fairway and then get out and just start walking to go find his ball. And so while he's doing that, and you're the passenger, you, you have to know either I can I have to wait on him or if I'm with him, I'll grab my club and walk to my ball right and go hit because I know he's going to walk around for twenty minutes. Yeah. And so, all right. Uh, I, I guess that's is that your updates on the golf? Uh, yeah, that's just really updates. On? We just really started with Tigers. Unfortunate that fifteen minutes of it was cut short because of no audio. But you know, <laughs> I know you're mad. Hey, it makes you mad. You sit there and do that. And yeah, just, we'll just we'll just have to cut that whole fifteen minutes out and re-upload the whole video. We're gonna have great. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we'll do is I'll take the intern. And we'll remount yours and Zach parts, and just make up what, make up of whatever we want. <laughs> hey man, did you see the chickens running down the you'll, road? What you'll <laughs> do? <laughs> what you'll do is take the intern and have him just cut that fifteen minutes out, <laughs> re-render it, and then upload it there. That make up, and that's not even much of a punishment. You cut it off at a we point. Need to do, we need to do the words, don't we? We'll talk over their mouths, right? It's not a dubbing. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna dub over hundred it, It's gonna say. Tigerwood sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. That was yeah. <laughs> oh god. Ooh. All right, Hunter. Uh, Man. Mm. Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, what's the what's the next big thing on the? Oh, I knew I knew Tiger was going to be kind of the thing today. And, yeah, uh, his uh, he's kind of been everywhere right now, and uh, what's so crazy is the fact that. It did happen yesterday, and I know I alluded to it earlier before we even went live, but, I mean, today is 224, and if yesterday was a whole lot worse than what it was, today would have been just as bad for some people. At 224, a lot of people, it's this today was the day they held the ceremony in Staples Center for Gianna and Kobe. Am I supposed to know that? Like 9-11? 224, I mean... I'm just wondering if I'm supposed to know... I mean, do you, if you the follow... The day they had a... The day they had a funeral service for a basketball player, I'm supposed to remember that listen, date. I don't know the date my grandmother d- was buried Listen, four months ago. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you follow any sports on Twitter, right. sports thing on Twitter, that's what they're that tweeting about, about today. today. That's what okay. they tweeted today. I have, a, to be I honest, have time to check To be Twitter honest, today. that's the only reason I know. Yeah. I don't have it saved in the back of my mind. But when you think about when I sit there and think about it, I'm like, okay, I understand why. Gianna wore number two, Kobe wore 24. So I get it. February 24th. I understand, but I'm just saying that's what they're, they're tweeting about today. So remembrance of that. But today would have been a whole lot worse. 
if yesterday's Tiger event was, or at least for the sports world, was worse than what it was. So other than that, I mean, NBA is going on. I guess still, I'll be honest with you, I ain't watched maybe four quarters of it. And that's me as a sports guy. <laughs> I don't I, I don't care about the first half of an NBA season. I just don't. For, God, for God's sakes, a team as talented as the Mavericks is sitting almost second to third to last in the West. Like, I don't care. The, well, Mavericks don't, obviously suck. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, the Nets are winning right now, but I could have t- I could have like put a needle in a haystack and said, go find it if the Nets win me 14 games. Guess what? Someone would have come back with it. It, it was almost like if you bet it against that, 14 games in a row, at least I'm not, eh, whatever. Like, it's going to work. About three. Does it Does it mean a championship? I don't know, but, I mean, it's going to win. It's going to make the playoffs. Might make the finals. Listen, whether or not they can keep you from getting 120, I don't care. They're isn't, getting 130. I was going to say, isn't the issue now? <laughs> mm. Because they might get 130. You know what's still amazing about that? Teams average 130 points and still ain't averaging 30 points a game from somebody. No. Not. <laughs> not them. Good exactly. <laughs> not only that, though, but I was listening. I was talking about it earlier while we were muted, but I was listening to talk radio <laughs> coming down here. And obviously sports talk, and they were interviewing a guy. He covers basketball for the New York Times, and he they were asking him about why the Mavericks are so bad. You know, for Luca to be as special as he is, why are the Mavericks so bad? And he came out and said, "Well, they don't they don't play any defense." I'm like, "Shit!" If I hear another person that covers the NBA talk mention about anything defense. about defense, I'm going to lose my mind because nobody cares about defense. There's not a sport now outside of maybe football in inner circles that really gives a shit about defense. That you're you're right. Um, like I'm sorry, people. I played defense in high school. I'm sorry, but nobody gives a shit about defense. It's not sexy. Um, they're not, no, it's not stars. You can sit here and think about this all day. They we will discuss Carson Wentz trades for months on end. Months. But nobody will mention the fifth-ranked Patriots defense or whoever they are, right. and, and that fifty of fifty-five Super Bowls have been won by a top twelve. But let's 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 continue to mm-hmm. add, we'll talk about whether we'll talk Tua, about whether Tua can lead the Miami Dolphins. And not only that, we'll talk about whether or not Deshaun <laughs> Watson is or is not for trade. I think he's, I think he's going to the Panthers. You think he is? I, think I told you. Listen, I'm telling you, they're putting together something. I think it is underneath all that. We'll that but in a minute. for right, basketball you're wise, about, you're talking about defense. They, they don't play no defense. Who's the best defense in the league, Hunter? What? Would you, bas- could you even guess in basketball? Right. Um, you know they had the best defense in the league last year. I would guess the Lakers, but it's probably not because they don't have the size anymore. The Lakers are first in the West. Okay. Second in the NBA. Is it number seven? You're not going to guess. Number one is the New York Knicks. Oh, they still have the number one defense. I know they did a few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, like they were holding. They got about four points a game. Like I yeah. Mean, I mean, no, three points a game. They're they're ahead on that one. Okay. L- the Lakers are two. Um, Jazz is three. The Jazz are playing phenomenal. <laughs> but the question is, does it? Is all of the work you're doing right now to solidify this one seed? Does it? Pay off when you get to the playoffs. Nope. No. Ask the seventy-three and nine Warriors that. Who's their second best player? Who? Jazz. First is Donovan Mitchell. Second, what is that? Not a, not Rudy Gobert offensively, but defensively. Yeah. Ah, uh, Mike Conley maybe. Or 
any of them better than LeBron and AD? Anthony Davis? No. You're not beating them in four game in a seven game series four times. You're not. You might <laughs> I mean, beat them. Th- you could beat them three times. Take them to seven. Guess what? That's not the magic number. You got to get to four. Yeah, it's so that that that's the biggest thing. Like you can talk one one game upsets all you want. That's what's hard about the football playoffs and how JP mm-hmm. can pick winners. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not a four out of seven game no. series or two out of three or any of that. You got to win one game. You got to show up and. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, Hunter. Um, I saw on Twitter yesterday was, and I feel I feel bad. We talked about it a little bit on Monday. Is they're raking Kimball Walker over the coals? Um, they are. The, Holy shit! The the, the the stat line it said Kimba has a bad shooting night. He was four of eleven from three, which is like thirty eight percent, which is not a bad night. And he was eight of nineteen from the field. Well, that's a normal Kimball Walker night. Mm. Like, but what did he think? What did superstar? you think you traded for? Eight of nineteen is Kimball is the definition of Kimball Walker. I was listening. God, who was? I think it was like, Rick. Done I think, his whole career. I think Rick Buecher was the one that was talking about it like two days ago. He was like, people are mad at Danny Ainge because they were he was trying to in the off season trade away Kimball Walker um, while his knee was bad, and so people thought that Danny Ainge was obviously just trying to get rid of damaged goods. Yeah, and that's why Kimba's really not been able to, to play up to what everybody thinks he should play at is because he's been injured. But I'm looking at it, and I'm like, do you even need him? Really? His best year, he was he averaged 9 of 20. From three? No, from the or field. from the field. Okay, and yeah. Then, well, so that's his, just under 50%. The best year of his career, he was 9 out of 20 shots. What's that? Four, averaged 25 points. 46%? What is that? Right. But, but, but think what I said, 9 of 20. Mm-hmm. They're mad at him because he went 8, eight of okay. 19. Close. So if he shot his next shot and made it, it'd be his best. It would match his career exact same best. Like that. What did they think they were getting? Like it's like it's almost like Hunter. Maybe, maybe I'm going out on a limb here. That maybe people up north and up up out west on the west coast and the east coast, the coastals, have never actually seen a Kimball Walker highlight other than him shaking people and throwing something off the backboard. Maybe. Just like, whoa, they, whoa, just like whoa, they've whoa. never seen LaMelo get scorched Ooh. by someone, they never saw Kimba get scorched by everybody he guards. Listen, I'm just saying, the one thing that lives rent-free <laughs> in everybody's mind about Kimba is the step back in college. That well, is infamous. Well, that was infamous. 11 years ago. Uh, trust me, I know, <laughs> but it's infamous. You talk about Kimba Walker, yeah. the shot. That's, that's what, exactly what it is. You know who Kimba Walker is? Well, I don't know. You didn't know who Greg Maddox is. Don't don't give me that. Yes. God almighty, don't bring that up. <laughs> I still ain't told nobody that yet. Well, you just did. I told the whole world. Whoever's listening right now. You Wait till I tell Zach when he gets down the hall. Tanner here has never heard of Greg Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped in his tracks. <laughs> or John Smoltz. <laughs> I got a few minutes. I got to go to the bank. Unfortunately, I had a a call from the bank. We're doing a few things. You gonna make it back or not? Probably not. I got to look over. It. Well, by the time I get back, it'd be ending. I've got to sign a few things that we're trying to put in the process. Um, Greg Maddox. I know Kevin <laughs> is not a fan. I think he is a good pitcher and player, but I do. I think he's one of those people that were put on a pedestal that weren't that that shouldn't be there. Uh, for the speed he throws the ball, he's he can com- he, he has great command of the ball. He is a Hall of Fame pitcher. I think he won a ton of Cy Youngs. I think yep. he won more. 
defensive yep. players of the year than any pitcher. Yeah, he's got, I think, the most gold gloves. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Not defensive. I'm sorry. Golden yep. glove. Yep. He's got like 17. Uh, Ridiculous. Listen, if I'm a hitter, though, and the catcher sets up in the dugout, and he throws it in the dugout, and he catches it, and the umpire calls it a strike. I, I understand. What I mean, the hell am I supposed and, to do? Him and uh, <laughs> Glavin were very similar. Maddox was better. All right, I got one for you. This is the Tony Gwynn. The reason we brought it up yesterday was the Tony. We were talking NBA while you're down the hall, but anyway, while you're, I know you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, this is Tony Gwynn batting averages against good pitchers. Okay? Smoltz, Maddox, Glavin, Hershiser, and Nolan Ryan. Who do you think you hit the best against and the worst? Smoltz, Maddox, Glavin, Hershiser, and Nolan Ryan. Say, uh, worst against Hershiser? Who's your best? Smoltz. <laughs> yes, on Smoltz. He hit... F- <laughs> I can't even say this out loud. Then that tells me he can hit fastballs. <laughs> he hit 462. That tells me he can... <laughs> that tells me that he can smoke a fastball. That, you know how many times he struck out against John Smoltz in his career? One time. It's pretty impressive. Because Smoltz, he's a strikeout pitcher. Against Greg Maddox, he batted 429. So you can't say he... You know how many strikeouts he had against Greg Maddox in his career? Zero. Zero. Against Greg Maddox and John Smoltz, Hunter. Pretty impressive. He combined you, for 440 and one strikeout he's in the best. 20 seasons. I, and I, that's, why I buy, <laughs> I, that's why I bought his jersey. You know, I told him the other day he might be the best hitter hitter we've ever seen. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> the best hitter I've ever seen is Watch this. What size Pudgy, bat do you use? Pudgy Tony Gwynn. Uh, 32. Did, don't he use like a 30 or 29-inch bat? Not Tony sure. Gwynn I know bat. Bonds used a small bat, and I know Vlad Bonds used, used a, a, a tree. Bonds did use a 30. Bonds <laughs> used a little slugger bat. <laughs> he used a 32. Vlad, Vlad uses a daggum uh, uh, redwood. Yeah. I yeah. did use a 32 I mean, he's batting like you see Vlad so, with that bat, and it's like up in the stands. So Bonds used a 32 and choked up. Yeah. That's why his looks so small. He choked up about that much, he but he did use a 32. Uh, Tony Gwynn's bat is found that at actual length is 32 and a half, uh, and the weight was... Oh, he used an even... An evenly weighted bat, so it's thirty-two, thirty, thirty-two. I mean, so the bat. If you don't know bats, most of the time, if you say if it's thirty-two inches heavier on, the- it's three ounces lighter. Yeah, Major League Baseball and high school used to allow five, and then they dropped down to three. Um, but so he's using an even, even yeah. swing of a bat. Um, he's probably the best hitter I ever seen. Uh, going back to the gla- uh, to the. Maddox, who else didn't you see? All right, so who else was it? Smoltz was 460. Smoltz. He batted 429 off Maddox. He struggled against Glavin with 312 and 2Ks. <laughs> struggled against Oral Hershiser, 321 with 2Ks. The worst was against Nolan Ryan, 302, 9Ks. Nolan Ryan struck him out nine times. The other three were only five. Or the other four were only five. And, and thinking about that, that could have been in his younger years, too. I'm just saying possibly because Nolan was been later 80s. Yeah, it was. He early. would have been a, a uh, you know, he would have been at Houston. It would have been by the time he was wearing Robin Ventura's head out, Prop. coming out there and trying to <coughs> fuck him. I was trying to find Babe Ruth's uh, bat. This one says 36 inches. Uh, there's a couple of different. There's a couple of different ones. Um, that's what they're trying to get. get That's a dang in. tree. <laughs> 36 inch bat. Well, he's about 300 pounds swinging a 36 inch bat. Just just think about that. You, know, you think about Tony Gwynn. Um, 
he's just just a little. He, he's a lot like Kirby Puckett, mm-hmm. a little short, fat, non-athletic looking guy. They can hit the ball really good. Putting the bat on the ball. Tony Gwynn <clears throat> does. Pendleton's very similar. So, <clears throat> did he I, hit a lot of home runs? So? Gwynn? Yeah. None. No, not at all. Mm-mm. It's just slap hits. Yeah. And his he, career was 340 something. I can I promise you, if, if you told. if Let's say this. Larry Bird, you remember when he was telling the guys what he was going to do before he went down and he done it in basketball? Mm-hmm. I bet Tony Gwynn could say. Left side, right hit. side. Yep, I'm going to hit do it that. right here. I could do that. We, we had those <laughs> drills in practice where you. I was really good at that. I, I almost hit like Tony Gwynn. I could never get one out of the park. But I would kill the damn walls. Double, 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 double. And I, I did kind of take, not necessarily his approach, but kind of it's almost like a golf approach. Like, I'm, I'm just going to take my swing, but I'm going to hit it. you hit it in spots. I just want to hit, hit a too. solid ball. Mm-hmm. I don't care where it goes. Because you can sit and swing as hard as you can try to hit one out, and it never, never damn happen. Um and that's what everybody's trying to do now. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I know we got off from Tony Wynn for State while he was there, but uh, was was talking NBA um, regular season, anything like Hunter, where was we at exactly on that? I was just talking about you listen to these NBA analysts talk about defense. Damn it. I, I don't know a single team that looks like they give a shit about defense. Well, how bad is DeMarcus Cousins because he got cut because he didn't play defense? As bad as his defense is in the NBA right now and you get cut for not playing defense, he must suck. I mean, I'm reading the defenses, like I said. You know, those three I read, there's only five teams in the NBA giving one, no, six. One, two, three, make sure. Four, five, six, seven teams in the NBA giving less than 110. Yeah. Like, seriously, no lie. I heard they were talking about. So, Dallas could really use a number two guy. Like, Colin was asking the question. He's like, could Dallas use a number two star? He said, Dallas could probably use some good wing scoring and defenders. I'm like, they're actually shocking. defenders. Poor Zingas. That doesn't surprise me. Dallas needs a wing score. That's it. Yeah. Poor Zingas, be your three man. Get a wing guy that can get you twenty. They're gonna be. T- I think the team will be fine without Porzingis if they land someone good. If they can package something, because like you said, if they're shopping Porzingis, I mean, obviously they're looking to upgrade. They're not gonna just ship Porzingis off and look for role players because they give something for him. Yes, they gave something for him. Problem is, is Dallas for some reason has not been able to land any sort of free agents within the past few years. They're always in discussion. It's it's it's, it's interesting that they can't because. I would think Texas ain't got no state. I don't. Ain't got no state tax in Texas. They want to keep their money. I'm talking about their owner. Oh, he is a fan owner. Yeah, and I, I, you would think that would be positive for him. I don't like Mark Cuban. He's pro money, pro China, whatever makes him rich. He's pro. I don't like Mark Cuban, (laughs) but you would think that would drop. Dallas is a huge market. You know, you even think about Houston. Houston Mm -hmm. is. It's surprising that Houston doesn't have stronger teams. Than they actually have because that's like Listen, second, third biggest market in the I country. Look, I look at the Dallas Mavericks roster and I look at the Houston Rockets roster. Even after everything they've just unloaded, now, I think the Houston Rockets have got a better roster than Dallas outside of Luca. Luca's my favorite player. I know it's Kevin's favorite player in the NBA. Uh, he just nailed a, a buzzer beater yeah, last night, and I absolutely Listen, love it. My favorite player is Mellow Ball. I don't. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, don't speak, don't his speak favorite player to hate. <laughs> never, heard, ne- never heard of never heard of Carmelo Anthony. But the real uh, Mello plays in anyway. Charlotte. No, um, don't I, never. I will love you. never. <laughs> I'll get back with y'all next week. I sorry I got to run, but I got a phone call. And Zach, you have something come up every day at two o'clock on Wednesday. It does, does it not? <laughs> come here. I want to I want to show you a couple of cards I found flipping Me? through the other. Yeah, real quick on Babe Ruth. He had a thirty six inch bat. 
Listen to the ounces. Ranging from 38, oh. wait a minute, to 54 ounces. What the oh. fuck? I haven't heard that in years. Bro, what why, the, why, why would you hold something so heavy? That's what I'm Must have had amazing strength. Because <laughs> but it could tell, hit the hell out of the ball. Uh, so, it must have had yeah. amazing strength. Because that bat speed, there's That's no the way it would have come around yeah. that fast yeah. with a 50-something ounce wet yeah. bat. Good Imagine Lord. if you go to a high school game and someone's using that size bat. <laughs> The boss, really. I, I would think it would rip their shoulder out of size. It's worth 15 bucks. Jesus, man. <laughs> it's expensive. I, I, that would be heavy. I'm over here sitting what he said. Yeah. I said it was be expensive. The, uh, no. no. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so I yeah. guess that's that's my little basketball rant. All right, Zach. I hear people complaining about defense. and um, You look at so baseball. Was- you look at Football, you look wow. at I bet you hockey even thinks the same thing. We gotta find a way to score more points. NBA is the same way. It's points driven league. That's what we want to see. Highlights. Highlights. Huh? What about soccer? Do we they get not soccer? Play we are still the purists either? that like defense. Hey, what do you think about this? The goal for us is to only have one to nothing games because that means our defense played fantastic. What do you about think about this for soccer? You tell me I'm stupid. What about two point goals? Listen. They should do that. No, listen. That, uh, honest to God, is why basketball and football is so appealing and has such high scoring games. Think about it. Football, different type of school. It's different type of scoring. Football, mm-hmm. really, if you wanted to do it just traditional one, two, three, you would have four to three ball games. Right. Nobody wants to see, oh, the score was only four to three. Right. Extra points are one, field goals are two, touchdowns are three. Right. <laughs> No, no extra points. Just everything. Exactly. I was just wondering what, as a soccer, like, I don't know. Is that something feasible? Is something that people would think about? Is well, that, the game's so established and it's been around for so long. No. Are more goals scored from, like, what's the average distance of a goal? That's something oh. you, that you'd have to, you know, kind of mm-hmm. really look at. Like, a lot of them are scored just outside of the 18, 18 yard box. Okay. So if you would, if you went 35 yards. Worth two, that's worth two points. I'd give him three points for that one. Good God! <laughs> no, that's 30, what I, I don't know. I don't, a thirty-five I, yard strike with your foot. Where did you score from the middle of the field? I've seen multiple people do that. They get the, they catch it on a on a play at the end of the game where the goalie's been brought out. They put everybody in the <laughs> box, big and, and nobody, and it just bounces out. And the guy just boop. There it goes. All right, Hunter, I gotta walk down the the hall for just a second for everybody. Um, All stars. All-star list. You want to talk those? Yeah, we'll talk all-stars. Real quick, uh, I'll give you the starters. LeBron, Steph, Luka, Jokic, and Kawhi against Kyrie, Embiid, Bill, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. Once again, before we even start, I hate the non-East versus West. Yeah, I don't like that either. I I liked the traditional East versus West as Kevin basically probably shattered his phone. Um, I, I really like that a lot. I don't know why they got away from it. I saw no problem with it. Mostly because it was just the best players in the East and the West, but I felt like obviously there were more players better in the West than there were the East. I felt that way for a long time, and a lot of people have thought that over the years. They've always said the East has got better teams than the West. Well, for you to have better teams, guess what? You have to have the better players. Uh, They did this probably to try and make it a little bit more competitive i know that now they just do it captains wise they got team lebron versus team kevin durant this year um don't they just choose their players yeah yeah they, they draft it the, the players that have been voted on 
to make the all-star team. I think from there, that's kind of like a, a little pool draft that they do where they just pick, well, I'll pick this guy. Well, I'll pick. They basically schoolyard it. I they, think it should be east and west, and they should like pick the best from each side. Yeah. Well, them being able to pick their own players. Yeah, but at the same, but this is where it's still kind of similar to how it was back in the day, east and west wise. Is it's still fan voted? Yeah. For for players to be considered for the All Star game, it is still fan voted. From there, it just comes down to. Instead of it being East versus West, it's LeBron is going to pick one of these guys that was voted to be an all-star, and then Kevin Durant is going to pick from these guys to be an all-star. Oh. It, it's a little bit like we're going basically out to the park. We got 10 of our buddies there, got two captains, and then from there they're going to pick from the guys that are there. Not from the whole slew of people, not from the whole league, from but from the guys that were voted all-stars. I do think there were some possible all-star starter snubs. You could argue Damian Lillard needed to be an all-star starter. I hate to see that he wasn't. Um, Trey Young was actually having a fantastic season. He was, I think, third in the league in assists. Nine and a half assists per game, and he was averaging almost 26 points per game. He could have been a snub. Is Luka uh, a starter? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, Paul George... As an all-star, it's pretty nice that he was able to do that. He is having a great year. Um, it's just, I don't I don't know. The all-star game, to me, really means nothing now. And I bet you a lot of people that listen to this show think that I think the NBA means nothing because I, I just don't watch it. Um, and it's just because I feel the same way with baseball. I like both of them. Do not get me wrong. I like base baseball and basketball, professional, NBA, and MLB. Just after a while, when the first part of the season is going, I really don't care about these games that really don't mean anything. Like right now, the Utah Jazz are sitting in first in the West. I don't think it matters because I don't think that team is good enough to win a championship. If you shortened it down, it would mean more to me, NBA and MLB, because then the games would probably mean more to the players. But I know we're on the All-Star game right now. I'm looking at the reserves list, and it's... You knew Zion was going to be on there. Yeah, Zion was, in fact, voted as, as one of the reserves. How is Anthony Davis a reserve? I think it's because he's injured right now. Oh. Yeah, I think it's just because he's injured, so... Or else he would be playing. I don't know. Because um, he definitely, sh- if he was like getting fully health, he would definitely be a star. Now they gave the nod to Rudy Gobert. This is his second all-star game appearance. Um, really, he's just a defensive guy. Yeah. I don't I don't see him as any kind of offensive threat. And, the, and what's so crazy is when you talk about the all-star game, it's just a big show. They don't play defense at all. There is no There's defense. I, I criticize the NBA for not playing defense in general during the regular season. You think they're going to play it in an all-star game? No. It's just for them so, to show off right. more stuff for people. It's for, the, it's for the game to be like almost 160. Excuse me. Huh, 160 to 150. There's no such thing as defense. They need to put LeBron I'm looking and at Zion this. Anthony Davis, offensive threat. Paul George, offensive threat. Damian Lillard, definite offensive threat. 
Donovan Mitchell, offensive threat. Chris Paul, yeah, offensive mm-hmm. can score, but is more of a facilitator. But he, he is one of the more, he is he? he is one of the greats. He can score though. Zion Williamson, offensive threat. Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Vucevic out of Orlando. Offense, 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 offense. Rudy Gobert, not offense. Defense. I would defense. consider Zion to be offense and defense. His though, defense is like, not as good as it was in college. Yeah. At but, least with the pros. But he's still known for his offense. But it's He's known for being for explosive. Too. It's yeah. a lot different than... Think about it. Zion's voted on because, like I said, this is a show. He's going to be yeah. a spectacle to watch. Everybody wants to see what kind of crazy dynamic dunk he's going to do in an All-Star game. That's all the All-Star game is. It It's a highlight game. Rudy Gobert, even because nobody plays defense, might be able to score a lot of points here because yeah. he's going to be able to get at least 10 to 12 nobody's playing defense on him. But do I think of him as an offensive crazy guy that I want to see in the All-Star game? No. They probably could have given it to somebody else. Um, I think maybe Devin Booker would have been a perf- a better yeah. fit for this than Rudy Gobert. I don't know. It's, it's just crazy how some of these guys are picked for the All-Star game and how they got voted in. Um, I know Utah has right now the best record in the league, but... Donovan Mitchell would have been fine being the only player representing the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz don't even have a starter. They're, they only have reserve players, so how great is that number one overall team that you have? Okay, I think about it. At least, I'm, I'm just looking at it. Rudy Gobert, to me, should have been left off and They're replaced with Devin Booker. There's no defense. That's just me. Um, he would have replaced him in the West, too, so it wouldn't have messed with anything. So. Whew. I know he's averaging that much. Who? Zion. Yeah, he's having a hell of a year. He's a beast. Um, he is having a great second year. Defensively, eh. But, well, like man, I his said, first year, who he plays was defense? hurt anyways. Most of his first year, he Well, was I hurt. want you to think about it, too. If you, if you add together how many games he played last year and how many games he's played this year, he, technically, I don't even think he still played a full NBA season. Mm-mm. Who's that? Zion. I probably not. He'll be close because um, I know there's about forty something games left in this season, and I think he played maybe twenty or thirty last year. So he would be close. Compared how many to, players on each team? Twelve. Um, yeah, there's twelve. You yeah, got 12. seven reserves, five starters. So I don't know why Rudy Gobert made. It. That's what I was just talking about. He's because when I think of the All Star game, I'll Kevin, tell, you t- tell me if you think uh, about it. When I think of the All-Star game, I know nobody's playing defense, so I want to see offensive juggernauts and, and offensive specialists. Like, Zion, I'm going to be excited to see what he does because I know he's going to do something probably pretty pretty spectacular. He's probably going to have a crazy dunk, and this is going to be offense, offense, offense. He's going to do it. I, 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 at least, I at least look at, looked at all 14 reserve players. I'm not counting starters. Reserve players, because that's where Rudy Gobert is. 13 of them, I looked at him and said, Offense, 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 offense. He's got offense. He, and then there's Rudy Gobert sitting there with defense. In place of who I think should have made it out of the West, Devin Booker. I I, I like Devin Booker. I like Devin Booker a lot, man. I, I think he really is slept on. <sighs> okay, just... So... I'm, like, you look at all the I'm guys... Looking, I'm trying to look at the stats and kind of get a... A thing for him. He he's averaging 
25, 24, 5, and, no, 24, 4, and 4. Who, Devin? Right. Booker? Yeah. Chris Paul's averaging 16, 8, and 4. You could have almost argued Booker well, should have been in there over Chris so, Paul. Right. Well, hold on. Let's do this. Chris Paul has four more assists than Booker, right? Mm-hmm. What's four times two? Eight. What's eight plus 16? 21. No, 24. Four. Eight yeah. plus 16. I'm just terrible at math. <laughs> Shit. I'm very terrible at math. 24. The exact number that Devin Booker's averaging without Booker's assist. You mean without Chris Paul's no, assist? No, no. Without Booker's assist, Chris Paul's assist and his points add up to what Booker's getting just points-wise. Points-wise, yeah. For the most part. So what I'm saying is that, which is more important? Would you have the 16 and the 8 assist, or would you have the, the 24 points and the 4 assist? 24 When it four. adds up to being the same thing, do you want the score for the All-Star game or the point guard? The score. Like, is it again, is it not past Chris Paul's past t- his time? Yeah. You only have scoring 16 points a game. Um, I, I'm going to shoot some... I don't even. What did Devin Booker even make the All Star game at all in his career yet? Because that's what the, the people have been arguing. Like if you, they were saying online, if you want to make the, that they told him that he had to win games. And I'm like, wait a minute, to be in the All Star team. Well, like, Chris got, Paul's on the same team, but right, he got voted in. So Booker made the All Star last year. Okay, at 26 um, points a game. This year, his scoring's down, but they're winning more which is what they told him to do, and then now he didn't make it. So, you know, just, Hunter, if you're averaging, let me get back to it, 24.7, okay? So looking at the other players on the All-Star roster, it's more than Julius Randle. It's nine more than Ben Simmons. So pick one of them. Ben Simmons ain't even played a whole lot lately because he's me, been injured. Are you telling me Vucevic is better than Devin Booker? Nope. Is Chris Paul better than Devin Booker? Nope. Uh-oh. Rudy Gobert, again, you're 14 and 14. You listen, if you're saying no centers, I mean, if you're not having a position as a center, mm-hmm. then no. Uh, if you're going to have a center, then you got to have them in there. Uh, but you got Jokic starting and, and uh, Embiid are, are, are there. So I guess... I don't know. Like you said, Dude, it's an all-star at, game. Like, what do you, are, are you, are right, you so I'm looking, come in there and block a jump shot or something? I'm looking at the NBA player pool, right? And I think they tried to get it as even as possible with players from the East and the West. But even then, I don't think Vucevic should have made it out of Orlando. I don't. Trey Young could have come in from there. He was averaging like 26 and 9. Right. He had like 9. And, he was averaging, I think, 9.5 assists oh. per game this year. But what I also wanted to comment on as well, I don't know if you can see from there, but they got a picture of like Team LeBron and Team Durant. Look how old LeBron looks in this picture. <laughs> he is old. Like I mean, he's got he's got he's, bags. He's one year younger than me, or six months younger than me. Um, like he's a year younger. Uh, like I'm think, looking at this picture, and like everybody's talking about, oh, the ageless wonder. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, you look old as hell in this picture. <laughs> Unless someone doctored this, right? You can so. Hunter, you can lift your weights and HGH, but some some things you can't do is your hair and your like you said your eyes and use and, that and picture in your, fa- and your face. God, he does look old, man. It's just I can see it right here underneath his eyes. He's gonna play till he's fifty. He's gonna try to. <laughs> he's gonna try to, but only time will tell. Problem is, these players are gonna want to play till they're that age. 
it's the same ordeal if we went to the NFL side and looked at how I look at Pittsburgh and Big Ben. After a while, they're going to look at him and say, is it really worth me hanging on to you for another three or four years, yeah. money-wise? Like, sure, you want to play, but business-wise, like, LeBron could want to play till he's 40 or 45 all he wants, but as a business, if he's not performing and he's still wanting substantial money, eh, maybe not. Should Trey Young be on the All-Star team? Absolutely. I, was, I saw his stats last night. Was it? He's like 26 and nine and a half assists per game. He's almost averaging a double-double. And sure, they don't win. That's the same argument they ju- that you said people were saying online about Devin Booker. Atlanta don't win. But he's getting 27, nine and four. <laughs> Come on now. I'm not. Again, the man, All-Star game is a show. I'm not, okay? a, Trey, I'm not a Trey Young fan. Um, I don't think. Put it this way. Listen, you can go out there and shoot like Steph all you want. Dame, but you'll never be Steph. Dame Lillard and Trey. The one thing that makes Steph different that I, I'm not sure a lot of guys really think about is his finishing ability at the rim. Mm-hmm. Like, So if you run double teams at him, if you can't finish at the rim, they're just going to run double teams at you all day. And then when you run at Steph, he takes it to the rack, and he's got someone, some of the best touch ever off the off the glass. Him and Kyrie are fantastic off the glass. Um I, th- I think that's that's the main difference. Um, the shooting, you know, Trey tries to emulate it. He gets twenty seven a game. I'm not. He's not. He's not doing a bad job. But is Trey guarding anybody? One. Um, is he getting to the bucket? Like, just being on a basketball court, the, your job almost ninety percent of the time defensively is force a jumper and contest. Mm-hmm. You can't block everything. But force a jumper and contest. And see, I don't understand that mindset anymore because it seems like every team now, offensively, all they want to do is take jumpers. <laughs> yeah. It's like defensively, I understand what you mean because they used to tell you don't let anybody in the paint. Don't let them get close. If you right. force them to take a long two, we'll live with right. it or to shoot the three. Now it's don't let them shoot that three. Right. Don't let them just take a wide open jumper. Force them to the lane. And I'm like, why would you want to force them to the lane? Today's basketball, you don't even have a big man down there to stop him. I think Booker's biggest problem, looking at his stats, Hunter, is his PER is not good at all. Um, it's at 18. At league average is 16. Um, he's not even top 50 in PER. Um, he's 16th in scoring, uh, not top 50 in PER. Looking at that, um, folks that may have been snubbed based on PER, <laughs> how about this one? Yeah. Uh, let me make sure. I'm going to see what he puts uh, I got some. Like, <laughs> no, that's it. That I, I got a, the format of the All-Star Game for you. Okay. Uh, the 2021 NBA All-Star Game is going to have the same format that last year's All-Star Game had to try and make it a little bit more competitive. Okay. The two NBA teams will compete to win each quarter for their respective beneficiaries. Each of the first three quarters will begin with a score of 0-0 zero to zero and will last 12 <laughs> minutes. The winner of each 12-minute quarter, first, second, and third, will be the team that scores the most points within that quarter. Obviously, I know how fucking basketball works. Okay, you didn't have to put that little... You didn't have to put that part in there. You outscore the other person and you win. Okay? The fourth quarter will be untimed, and the teams will play to a final target score, meaning that the game will end with a made basket or a made free throw instead of the clock running out. The final target score will be determined by taking the leading team's total cumulative score through the three quarters and adding 24 points. The 24 representing Kobe Bryant's jersey number. 
The first team to reach or surpass the final target score will win the NBA All-Star Game. So a whole bunch of convoluted holy shittery for what could have been an what could have been an easy little like just me, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and click on it. Just like Kevin. That was a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I, what, what? What? Did you just read to me? A bunch of right. jibber jabber. What the fuck? Basically, let me break it down to what I got. We're going to play three pickup games. Yeah. Zero to zero for 12 minutes. After at the and after all three of those are gone, we don't care who wins them, whether you're up two to one, three or nothing. None of that matters. After three pickup games, then we're going to add 24 to whoever's got the most points after those three, and the other team has to catch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically I, listen, like you're playing 2K. Right. The end of that game is the end of the game, and how they do that is fine. They took two paragraphs to explain it when it could have done two sentences. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there's <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. There's six bullet points. Oh, this. that's awesome. I yeah. think what so, they should do for the like All Star Weekend is like we talk about all these players that should be in the All Star game and they're not. They should do like. One where it's like all the like players that got in, and you then the they stars? should do one below snub that. Snub star game. The snub <laughs> star snub game. Star That'd game. be kind of lit. <laughs> Those guys would come out there right. playing hard. So, They'd be like, "We should have been the all stars." I think they took two decent ideas and combined them and come up with one fucked up idea. So let's go with the the, the four quarter thing. I would have been fine with them just not playing zero to zero every That's quarter. Why are just, you resetting it? Yeah, that makes no sense. Okay, so. Instead of because they're using the cumulative uh, points, because they're doing it to give money. <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah, okay. it's it's like all right. Tanner, put us on, the, on 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 everybody now. Um, in fact, Tanner, you can find one that's got three. Now that Zach's gone, I think one of the top ones up here will, will mind even work when it says three shot jocks. You skipped over them. You blind? Yes. Nah, they click the next and see what happens. That ain't the one. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um. So where were we? Uh, oh yeah, the bullshit that you just read to me. Yeah. Um, so let's let's break that down real quick. The the individual games. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind it if you do this. What if you just had a each both teams played a five game series for twelve minutes? Right. Like a pickup five game. games twelve minutes. Yeah, we're gonna play a pickup game. Best. No, we're not gonna play five. We're gonna play best three out of five. Right. Like any other pickup situation in the history of the world would 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 work out. You go to a gym. There's only enough for two teams. We're going to keep running this joker back. Right. We'll play best of nine if we have to. But if they want to do that and reset the score, why not do it? Play best of five. Rotate the rotations for each game. This year, too. Only not... six people play in each one. You have right. one sub for each one. This and so year, then too. In, and then in, if it goes to game five, it's uh, the coaches can put whoever the fuck they want. Right. How about that? This year, too, they're not doing the multiple days of the All-Star game. Uh, they will have like the skills okay. challenge in the beginning. Right. Halftime will have the dunk contest. Uh, that's about it. And then the game is just in between. Are they not doing a three point contest? I think I, I think that I don't they know. Should, yeah. I think that'll be, be at the, the beginning, end. or it might be the end. Hell, I don't know. All I know is they're doing everything in one day. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be a six hour long broadcast, I guess. Hell, I don't know. Is it because of COVID? Yes, that's exactly why. Um. You know, all-star games aren't that important. The NBA's is always, you know, until the last few years has been a history of being maybe the most marquee 
in the events over the weekend, um, the game has just gotten to hot garbage. Well, Again, I don't even Finder, understand why the All-Star game is still being played if you had so many players that actually came out and showed their displeasure of even wanting to play in the All-Star game. If I was NBA, I'd be like, all right, fuck it, nah, fine. Nah, nah, if y'all don't want to take part, we just won't ever have the All-Star game again. Well, now... You sound like a parent now. Exactly. I agree going to that point. Exactly. Right? If y'all want to be this way, we just won't ever do this shit again. Just think about it. If you're a, not a basketball fan or NBA fan, let's say you're a casual fan of sports, and you're like, well, I want to check out the NBA. And you turn on a game, and they're kneeling at the National Anthem, and they won't participate in an All-Star game, and... Depending on what night it is, they might not play back to back. They might not play against good teams. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't be drawn to the NBA. That's what I, I'm trying to figure out why you would make a regular fan or regular American say, "Hey, like, like you kneel at our national anthem, but you won't criticize China for anything," and you know you're making millions of dollars off for what's virtually slave labor over there, and. The way that it's hard for a regular, like, I like it. I like that. I, I like basketball, is it? And I like seeing it played by good people. But, but you know, as a fan, like, how do you get someone else to like a, a damn son? You know what I mean? Like a a natural or, or casual fan that would be like, you know, that is appealing to me. And then they don't play defense, and you see, so the backup. So you're telling me the backup center's making ten million dollars a year. He's not taking charges. He's not trying to block foul. He's not trying to block shots. Yeah, um, it's a regular season game. Some of the guys might not show up. Some of the guys might. And then, I don't know, Hunter. What's the appealing part? As, as if you're a fan of another sport or another, or just you know, just a, a fan period. Like, what would make you want to watch? Is what I'm asking. I don't know. <laughs> That's just been me for basketball. It's the reason why I don't watch early. It's the same because obviously they they change when the start time is this year. Usually when the NBA starts up, what's happening? Football Mm -hmm. and postseason baseball is happening most of the time. And I know buddies of mine, they've always asked, why are you watching a postseason baseball game and not opening night or the second or third game of the NBA season? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all still have 80, y'all, y'all 80 the more games. Y'all wrong here, not you. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Listen, I'm watching competitive guys that are actually trying right, right now and competing for a goal. When you're talking about at least until the All-Star break, and I argue this why I don't watch an er- regular season early baseball till after the All-Star break. Right. I don't know really how hard these guys are trying because it is a marathon and not a sprint. You can go ahead and take your time. And then when the final 20 games come about, then you can go ahead and start ramping it up and trying to get postseason ready. But until that happens, what am I, a fan of the game, supposed to be watching? You know, they don't always, like, think about it. Say I am a LeBron James fan. I know he's not mm-hmm. really doing it this year because he's got the highest usage and minutes rates in the NBA at 36. That's the coach's fault. Dumbass, first of all. <laughs> but let's just say, all right, let's not take him into consideration because he doesn't do it. Kawhi. Say I want to watch Kawhi Leonard. But damn, he takes every other game off. Right. And he's like, why would I watch that if I don't get to see the best product on the court every night? You know, you talk about the defensive thing. Like, is it a big deal? Well, think- I think it's too many games still, and right. if they cut it down, we won't be having as nearly as much load management. You, you think about the 
What was I just saying before you said that? <laughs> my, my, my train of Something about the NBA, obviously. Oh, yeah, the, the 130 points a game. Uh-huh. So if the average used to be 100, 105 and you're getting 125, that's basically a Hall of Famer. Out there scoring. And and it doesn't mean anything. Mm-mm. So, do you understand what I mean? Like how you've devalued, like when you yeah. go, when you add twenty points to it, you're, you're in stock. And what's really, and again, what's crazy about it? Nobody's averaging like it's not like five guys are averaging thirty five. Right, it's still right. spread out amongst the team because they're pass, 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 shoot a three, pass, 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 shoot a three. Um, I don't know how to fix it if I like it. I think that I would like to see a game first of all with the threes extended to the out of bounds. And see how that would affect it. Because when you kick it to the corner, it'll be long too. You have to make a move now. Mm-hmm. You could take the jumper, but you can't just hire a seven footer to stand in the fucking corner and shoot threes. Right. That's the that's the biggest problem I have with today's NBA. Is I've said it all the time. I don't like how I can watch ten possessions in a row of a guy shooting a three, the other team getting a long rebound just to go down and shoot another three, and then vice versa. <laughs> and sometimes it's ten misses in a row, now, and people, they're just going to keep shooting till they hit it. People used to complain all the time that they didn't shoot enough. Now I think they shoot now they're saying too they're many, too much. And I don't. I mean, we got to find a happy medium. But again, it's it's the they've gotten more. It's. Nobody's shooting 55% from three. The better right? shooting three-point team last year did not win the NBA championship. Right. I think what's happened is instead of – it's not like, again, like we talk bigger, faster, stronger. The best players are not shooting 55% from three. No. Everybody's still shooting 40. It's just there's there's more of those guys mm-hmm. shooting the threes. Like you used to come in a league, you you had to play defense. If you're, if you're, if you're a backup – you have to play defense. You don't even need to hit a three. Right. My, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. We drafted him with the number two fucking pick to guard people. Didn't work. Oh, he guarded people for eight years, and they all scored on him. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them dropped bombs on him. Um, but now, you know, you're looking for the shooters and stuff. It's 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 way different. All right. Um, anything else on the basketball? No. Yeah. Besides the All-Stars? Uh, only... <laughs> Well, I mean, great. We're at the All Star break. I think I would li- I would like to think we're going to have more competitive basketball games going forward. Um, how many of them I'll tune in for? I don't know. I'll just be straight up honest with people. I, I don't know because it's <sighs> Zach was here. I meant that's what I was going to tell him about the Hornets. Only two wins against playoff teams. Yeah, <laughs> and the rest of them are <laughs> scrubs, and they're on a West Coast trip right now, Hunter. Yeah, they were beating Utah for a substantial amount of that game, but I don't, Utah just turned it on. Saying <laughs> Utah won by twenty two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were coasting, and then they were like, you know what? Maybe we actually See if play. you know this. Did you know the Hornets are in first place? What, in their division? <laughs> yes! Yeah. I did! What? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. What is in their division? Atlanta, Nobody Washington. Nobody knows in basketball. All right. It's Atlanta, Washington, and they're both horrible. And then, isn't it Orlando? Yeah. And then there's one more, isn't there? Miami. Okay, yeah, the Heat. Everyone's got to lose the record. Hornets are in first place right now, and nobody's talking about it. We have a first place team, folks. Holy shit! The Hornets are in first. And guess what? They're still under five hundred. They're, they're two games under five. The division hunter. Let's see, is twenty eight and thirty three, forty one and fifty one. <laughs> Just put them in the playoffs for the hell of it. Fifty four and seventy, <laughs> sixty five and eighty eight is the division. 
<laughs> Just go put the Hornets in the playoffs and see how they do. Right now, well, they're right the now they, they're would, they would be close. They're out. They got kicked they're out. They're close. They're looking on. They're outside looking in. But I, I'll tell you what. At this point, I'm pretty sure that's all anybody could ask for though of this franchise is to at least make the playoffs. Well, right. That's Nobody's what, that's expecting them to, to win. Oh, right. But if you at least make it, hey, maybe we can get a few extra games to watch. Maybe this year, what they would host the 76ers if they were the eight seed because they're at 76ers are the one seed. Hell, the Nets could be the one seed. And think about it, you'd still at least get two games here in Charlotte to watch Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> no, he don't. <laughs> the governor won't let him. <laughs> Not true. Yeah, because. <laughs> All right, here's the next Fuck the governor. The Hornets have lost three of five. Mm. The one of them they won was the Draymond Green gift. Yeah. So they really could have lost four, four of five. Tell me a win in the next games. This is a road trip. All road games. At Phoenix. At Golden State. They could win that. They could. Good. It could. I know it's still the Steph Curry show, but all it takes is Kelly and all the others not to show At up. At home, after Draymond just gave it away, Warriors by 20. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Sacramento. At Sacramento. They can win that. Yeah. At Portland. They could win that. No, it's a playoff team. Mark off the playoff teams, Hunter. I didn't think Portland. I thought they were a little bit lower. Let me, let me, make, sure. Close. Let me make sure they're in. They're close. They might not be. Portland's six. Okay, so they're, they're all right. Sacramento's out; they can beat them. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's out; they've already beat them. Mm-hmm. They're great. They're fantastic against the shitty teams. Uh, think about it. If all you have to do is beat the shitty teams, you could at least have a five hundred record. I bet they have a winning record at the end of the year. Again, no, no, against shitty teams. Oh, absolutely. Because they've only got two well, wins against playoff teams. Well, here's right the now. thing: <laughs> I could make an argument right now. That Charlotte really isn't a shitty team. They're a mediocre team. Right. They're right in the center. They can beat right. the teams they're supposed to beat, but not beat the teams they're not supposed to beat. Except the Nets and the Mavericks earlier in the season. Crazy. I just want to know why Gordon Hayward's not on the All-Star team. He's having a pretty good year. What, 24 and Or Terry Rozier. Because he plays for the Hornets. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Some bullshit. Because they would have to admit that LaMelo's not the best player, so they're not going to fucking do that. Oh, are they? Oh, fuck. And I didn't even think about it. Are they doing the Rising Stars game, too? I don't know. Hell, this is going to be an eight-hour show. 22, 5, and 4. <laughs> 22, what? 22, 5, five and, four and 4 for okay. Gordon Haywood. Hayward. They he's might a, not even do the Rising Stars game because of COVID. That's what I'm saying. All right, I don't if, know if what Hayward's 22, 5, and 4, does he deserve it over Ben Simmons at 15, 7, and 8? Yeah. Yeah. Or Chris Paul. Yeah. If, Chris, yeah. yeah, if Gordon Hayward is in the West, yeah. Poor Gordon. If, you're if just, Gordon if, Hayward actually played If we're going team. just based off of scoring because that's what we have associated the All-Star game with, then absolutely. Well, not only is he scoring, though, he's put them in the playoff hunt. Yeah. They weren't in this last, last, year, last had, year. Last year they had a 35% win percentage. This year they're at 40-something. Okay? 10% better. I know it's not much. You know, it's him and LaMelo. That's just how it works. Probably. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Terry Rozier. <laughs> Listen, if Gordon Hayward I, was still I will for say the Celtics, this. he would this be. This is going to be crazy. I know, I know Terry Rozier is playing great, but damn, I would almost try and trade him while his value's hot right now. I 100% agree. 100%. 100% agree. Because then, then you could have Devontae Graham but out on the court. I'm, I'm under the impression that we're still going to be losers for the next 10 years, Hunter. Yeah. So... There's no reason to try to keep people that are going to like help you win. win. Um, right. 
or keep anything of value that put it this way is it more value to trade him now or keep him for five years never win a damn thing and, and then pay him money and, and then cut him right no nah, you trade him now see what you can get yeah or waste 50 million dollars right <laughs> shit trade him right now first round pick to minnesota now minnesota hunter have the worst record in the nba they're a top three protected pick. They are tanking like motherfuckers. Because it's, it's, it's pretty because noticeable, if it's the fourth, too. Because if it's the fourth pick, yeah. you know who gets it? Mm-mm. I don't know who gets Golden it. Golden State. Oh, damn. Golden State. Let's say they miss the playoffs. They could have two lottery picks. They'd have the second or the fourth. They could have the, the first they, or the fourth. They could have, well, right. More likely, it's going to be fourth and twelfth. They're gonna miss the playoffs on purpose. <laughs> now listen, I, w- I listen. would if I was them. I've seen people on TV said they would. They talking should. about the Timberwolves or the no, Golden Warriors. State. Okay. Who the hell? We listen. It Steph, Michael, LeBron. Nobody wins by themselves. No. Nope. Steph Curry sure as hell ain't dra- dragging Draymond Green to the championship. Mm-hmm. Them two. Listen, I, if I'm. What about? Clay? But what's so Isn't bad is like. Plays out for years. What's so bad is like Minnesota. Like it's noticeable they're tanking too because. D'Angelo Russell had to shut it down for a surgery a few weeks ago. Mm. Come on now. They don't want to give up that draft pick. Come on now. Top three protected, and you're that bad enough to get a top three? Like if, if you're a 50-50 team, you just But you know, you know what's so it. bad, though? is well, Not to mention Minnesota let their coach go a few weeks ago, if mm-hmm. not last week. What's so bad, though, is like just because they get that pick, damn, I don't think Minnesota ever going to get their shit together. When have they actually had a, a, a decent ball team, really? And they've had Carl Garnett left. Exactly. And then they had Car- when Kevin Garnett was there, they were at least making the playoffs. Right. Now it's nothing. And it's been nothing. Carl Anthony Towns was there. Andrew Wiggins was there. Andrew Wiggins on his That's career is almost about. averaging what, eighteen, nineteen points per game? So oh, it's like, I think he's getting more than that. He, what on his career he's averaging oh. probably twice twenty? I was talking about yeah. a career. Yeah, he's Andrew. He, he gets more than uh um, And think about it, he was in Minnesota. With Carl Anthony Towns. Remember, we did this the and other just day, didn't work. and he's he's getting more than Kawhi Leonard in his career, and people don't know it. Not to mention, Andrew Wiggins was on this Minnesota team the year they had Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns. They didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, like, I don't think Minnesota 19-6. can just... Okay, I, exactly. I just don't think, they, I don't think they can get there, anything right in Minnesota, well, no matter who they, they get. they to pick three point guards in, in a draft and none of them named Steph Curry? Was it that I one? I think so. When was Steph drafted? What? 2010? 2009? I think it was 2010. How would how would how do y'all know like the draft numbers? 2009 draft. So it was 2009? Cuz it wasn't that the year Blake Griffin went one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how it was. Yeah. What does Steph go to? He went like 11th, All right, didn't he? Here you go. Minnesota picked Two point guards right in front of Steph Curry. Okay. Where did Steph play in college? Davidson. Davidson. That's what I thought. And then they picked another point guard with the 18th pick. And then they picked a shooting guard. They had they picked four people in the first round. No, oh, I'm sorry. Steph went seventh, but you're right. They took Rippy, Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn in front of Steph Curry. Damn, I wonder which one of them really worked out. Rubio's top ten assist all time per yeah, game. I, I know that. That was like, justifiable. 
Johnny Flynn is not. No, Johnny Flynn's not. <laughs> Sophomore from Syracuse. Uh, Tyreek Evans is pretty good. James Harden is pretty good. For God's sakes, Minnesota took Ty Lawson. The Grizzlies picked Hashim Thabit with the... That uh, did not play all at all. That's the uh, that's the Charlotte Hornet pick of the 2009 draft right there. Yeah, he was like seven, but he was huge, man. He was like seven foot three, seven foot four. God He's almighty. He's seven three, and he could beat. Like, this is a pretty good draft. Curry, DeMar DeRozan, Brandon Jennings, Terrence Williams, Gerald Henderson, Hansborough, Drew Holiday, Jeff Lee, Jeff Teague. So, ta- so they drafted. Victor Oladipo, or I'm sorry, no, that's Fisher. So, in the, first reason, in the first round, Minnesota drafted Rubio, Flynn, and Ty Lawson. <laughs> I thought Ty Lawson was going to play out. He had good years in yeah. Denver, though. He just kept drinking. He loved that drink. That purple drink. Three <laughs> point guards in uh-huh. a draft, not named Steph Curry. And you wonder, Charlotte Hornet fans, why you suck. Minnesota sets a new level of sucking. What does Hornets have? What pick did they have? That, that year, uh, 12th, they picked Gerald Henderson. <laughs> and they were the Bobcats then. Uh, players that, that turned out pretty good after Gerald Henderson. Um, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, Holiday Jeff yep. Teague, Darren yep. Collison. Darren Collison was really good. Hey, Byron Mullins went in that draft. We ended up with him at some point. <laughs> Taj Gibson <laughs> was good. Trash. Taj Gibson was good for Chicago. I think he was the sixth man of the year one hey, year. I think four-time champion Danny Green was picked in the second round that year. We could Danny Green's better than Gerald Henderson, ain't he? Yeah. And, and he was drafted by Cleveland. Yeah. Wow. Danny Green. That's why he's played with LeBron for so long. People hate Danny Green. I don't know why. Um, all right. Uh, so NBA, six teams in the East and first. I mean, over 500, eight teams out West. Warriors are in right now. Um, so we did, what did we do? What did we do? Goff, NBA. We did football mostly on Monday. Yeah, nothing's um, nothing's changed, but damn, it's got awfully quiet about this Deshaun Watson trade. I, I don't heard think it. they're trading him. I think they'll keep him. You think? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I think he's coming to Carolina. He wouldn't have I gave mean, he a lot have, of teams. He wouldn't have gave them three name, team names and do it officially if if he wasn't. I don't think. You know what I mean? Like he officially put out, put, I want to be traded to the Jets, Dolphins, or Panthers. Right. Unless they force him to stay and don't want right. to trade him. Well, that's the te- then they and technically they that, have the rights say, to do that. Well, but I mean, he has technically the right, so I just so, won't show up. Exactly. So it's like a lose <laughs> lose. It's a lose lose regardless. However, the Texans go at this. You're either one losing your cornerstone quarterback, or two losing him because he won't play. So I mean, pick your poison. Which one you want? He'll play, but he. No, he won't play. Heck, no, he won't play. He'll take those fines. He's already listen. A lot of that money's guaranteed, regardless. How much will he get? Oh my God, he get a lot. But I mean, now granted, each game and practice he misses, it's going to be a substantial fine. But to him, if you're trying to prove a point, it really don't matter. I mean, he gets like forty million, don't he? He's uh, he was. I think he's a second or third highest paid quarterback in the league when they signed that contract before um, Patrick Mahomes signed his. I mean, so try, listen, Deshaun Watson can afford if he wants to sit out, he can do that. Okay, w- I mean, he's made a couple million. I think it ain't gonna hurt him. I swear, I, I I thought I had a list of things that I needed to make sure we get to today, but I've had so much going on today. I'm, my mind is blank as crap right now. Um, I was gonna ask Zach about Kyle Bush trying to wreck that guy. Uh, did you see that him trying to wreck those guys? When this uh, this weekend. 
on the front stretch. He was mad at some guys. And oh no, I didn't see he that. Tried, on the front I mean, he stretch. he literally tried. He went, he turned left into him, tried to wreck two guys, <laughs> and he ended up spinning himself out. <laughs> I did see though that he locked up early and had to come in. Yeah, that he did on. I that think half. that was probably what it came from, but I didn't quite see the intent behind it. <laughs> I did not. Uh, it was unfortunate. Um, I thought. Listen, Chase Elliott led that race for almost the whole entire time, but damn, right there at the final stage, and I think maybe 15, 16 laps to go, he just lost it. I don't see how y'all can watch racing. I can't sit listen, there and watch them listen, go my in girlfriend, circles. My girlfriend is a huge fan of NASCAR, and she likes to watch it, and so I will sit down and I will watch with her. I'll fall asleep, and then I'll wake up when I need to. All they do is go in circles. True. I mean, not listen, I feel the same way. <laughs> Those are the two dumbest statements I've ever heard in my life. What? I fall asleep. And all he does, all he do is go in circles, and then you say the word true. True. <laughs> Technically, outside. Listen, now I will say this. Do you want to know why this weekend was a was actually interesting for me to watch? You turned right. Mm-hmm. I like the road courses. Mm-hmm. I do because I enjoy watching supercar racing, which is like the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis that almost race on indie car tracks, mm-hmm. but it's just you know. Basic souped up supercars. So I enjoyed watching let's watching put those supercars. But under. the circle—that's the thing that kills me about NASCAR. Is it's just one oval and we turn left a whole damn lot, a whole damn lot. All right, so two hundred laps, anyway, five hundred miles. Um, well, have you actually been to one of those races? I have. I've now going to a race is completely different than sitting yeah. down for me and watching it on television. I enjoyed going to the Coca Cola Six Hundred and the All Star Race is always fun when it mm-hmm. was in Charlotte. I've only been to one. I went to like the bus race. Bus race? Bush yes. Race. Oh, the bush race. Oh, an actual oh. bus. You watch bus They actually race? Oh, okay. race buses. Oh. They almost that's, flipped one of them. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about cars going 200 miles per hour. Um, so, as far as that goes, you know, Hunter, you guys. I do the, enjoy the, my nap in between. So, you're talking about the, as far as the, the road courses. Um, what I don't like about the Indy cars, the supercars, is there is no rubbing. And rubbing is racing. Hmm. I mean, I can still watch someone run a track race and he's not rubbing and no, bumping. I need to be able, guy. when we go to the end of the corner, I need to be able to know if I really want to, I can T bone your ass and push you out the way. Not if I accidentally touch you, my right wheel is going to fly off into the stands. True. <laughs> That's just we- that's what's weird about the, those those cars. Like, I, I listen. I, I love under- the bumping and the grinding. I understand that part. It's almost to a fact to somebody that hasn't grown up a fan uh-huh. of it though. The constant just I'm getting ready to watch these guys go in one big oval for 200 laps. I'm like, I, I have never thought that in my life. Did you come up enjoying NASCAR? Yeah, I watched Richard Petty. There's a difference. But you talk to people that ne- look at it and they're like, just driving in a circle. Okay, I'm telling you, Kevin. There's a ton of people. If it's not in your family put, and y'all weren't watching it, you look at it from the outside looking in. Right. You're like, they have me just going left a whole okay. lot. But what you guys don't <laughs> don't understand is how fucking big the tracks are. <laughs> yes, a mile and a half. So it's not a circle. It's it, an oval, but you and it's turn a giant left. fucking. You like turn like, that you Jesse, if you're watching this, understand. I, listen, I respect that you do it, but damn, from for a for certain consumers' eyes, there's a reason why I fall asleep during <laughs> it. I'm just like, oh. and then I hear them on the television. Oh god! And I'm like, oh wait, what? Just did he wreck? And then after that, I'm like, there's there's <laughs> there, there's uh, 
pit timing strategies, there's tire strategies, there's um, aerodynamic strategies, there's wrecking. There's now listen, putting aerodynamic in. strategies, that sounds real fun for a nerd, okay? Engine, the engineering no, no, behind I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to be the, I'm, I'm being redneck about it. What I'm saying is when you get your spoiler knocked off, oh, and you, you, don't go so, you don't go so fast. You duct tape it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, not, not the, I'm not talking wind tunnels. Fuck the wind I tunnels. I want to go fast. I'm talking, yeah, right. I want to go real fast. I'm talking like, so the, uh, one of the examples was they have to put, so you can't put, you don't have rear view mirror, uh, no. side mirrors, I mean, no. right? Yeah. So what they do is they're allowed, NASCAR allows them to put a certain size mirror, circle mirrors, in different spots in mm-hmm. the car so you can see out the thing. So they have to look at, they got these little circle mirrors on the roll bars is what they're looking out the mirrors at. You want to find one guy that's looking at himself in the mirror. How, how, am, I, how, am, I, how, how am I looking whenever they put this camera right. in here on me? So one thing I think that they could do, um, like I'll, I'll sit here and tell you, I mean, I enjoyed the road race, the, mm-hmm. the road course. I did. I, I really enjoyed that. A tight, sharp, turns that aren't just left right it was the, really enjoyable rain at the road cases is, at the road case at the road races is fun as shit to watch the rain it was minimal but yeah if it would if it would have came the fact that they wouldn't have stopped it and they'd have just put ro- uh, rain tires on that's that's enjoyable so i like that part about the road cases yeah i cannot say races road, road cases races, i understand because <laughs> you end up getting unscheduled stops because mm-hmm. the crew chief, a lot I hate the races that are won by the crew chiefs. Mm. Where and what I mean We're by that is make where, a stop at a certain time right. and beat the and beat everybody back out on everybody, the track. Well, everybody pits on this lap. Everybody's gonna pit on this lap. We hope that we got more horsepower and aerodynamics is better. Mm-hmm. Those aren't that fun. Um but 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 the other ones are um I think that's why I enjoyed the the road casing, the mm-hmm. road racing as much is because uh, to me when I was watching I felt like it was more on the driver than anything. Okay, another thing that's good is... Because not only that, I didn't see one necessarily car manufacturer be real dominant in this race. Yeah, sure, Chase Elliott was out in front a whole lot, but but we know that that's his thing. He's a road course driver. What's what's weird about Terry not liking that, I don't get it at all. So, So basically where he's at is he wants it to be the restrictor plate races where we're going to watch 199 laps... And the winner is just going to be someone random based on timing of aerodynamics. Like, there is no... To, to me, and see what you got to say. Isn't it the guy who wins the road race the better driver than the one who, who can ride in a, yeah. in a pack? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I don't get. Like, if you like if we were doing time trials or something, we, or, or, you know, we, we'd be wrong. We'd rent a car. We'd go out and run like, a time think, trial around the track and like, say, "Hey, I'm I drove as someone, seconds." As someone who's not a diehard NASCAR fan, but will watch it, and has a guy that I enjoy watching in Kyle Busch, when I saw that this year's NASCAR season was going to include, I think, what seven road courses uh-huh. and the dirt track on and Bristol, Bristol, which is going to be interesting That's to be see. Fantastic! It's going to be cool to watch. to watch. It's just one of those things where it's like, fine, it's. That's trying. It's going to draw new eyes, but not only that. For me, it's like it's not just like yeah, they're going to go in a circle still in right. Bristol, but at least they're on damn dirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what shape should you drive in? Would get you excited? I don't know hexagons. He probably wants. I'm just like, trying to figure out a shape. He that works. is probably like me, where I would like to see you make a sharp turn right instead of maybe just left. 
the whole time. So, I'm gonna put it this way. Because put to me, that's a little bit more, more than normal driving to me. Is I gotta go left and right. Do you think more tracks should do more like Charlotte and Daytona then? Yes. And do a mix. mix. Yes. Of them. 100%. Okay. How many races do they usually raise, raise on a year? 20? 36. 36? Take half of them, make half of them road 26 places. is the regular season. Okay. So 26 is a regular season. 10 to Make 13 of those road courses, I think you have. There's seven of them now. I know. Uh, but if you did that, you'd have to have some in the playoffs. You couldn't just do none in the playoffs then. You could do one or two yeah. in the playoffs. Um, I didn't even know there was playoffs for yeah. racing. All right, so Tanner, the first 26 races, you accumulate wins and points. If you win a race, you, get, you make the playoffs no matter what. Okay, 16 guys get in the playoffs. Um. Then after then, it used to not be this way, right? You're right. It used to be just whoever had the most points in the season as a mm-hmm. champion. Now what they do is they eliminate guys after a few weeks, which I don't like that part. Mm-hmm. I think you should just keep accumulating your 16 points, and if you can come back, because Hunter, you could take a L, you could wreck your car mm-hmm. in the first round, and you're out of the hole, and win every race. Well, right. and win a race after put that. It this way. The way it works out, there's 10 races. So you, let's say you wreck your car in the first three and you're out of the playoffs. You can win the next seven races. That could be the most points. wins on the year, have more points than everybody in the playoffs. And not count. And, and it wouldn't count. You'd be in. Again, to make that reference to another sport, though, that's like losing in the first round. Yeah, true. And other sports don't give a crap if you lose in the first round. So no. if you look at it that way, you can't. I can see that. My thing is that with racing the way the sport is, like, I can't like foul or Michael Jordan and then win a series, but I can wreck Denny Hamlin and win and knock him out and right. win and, and knock him out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, it's I don't know. It's weird. I don't like the eliminations. Um, the 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 mix the Rovals I do mm-hmm. like. I, I think that's a good development. The the the, the dirt I think is going to be fun. People are going to love it. I think shit. it's going to be fun. For God's sake, slide. Why would you slide? It's not, so fun. Not to watch. just that. Damn it! Could you imagine a road course on dirt? Yeah. Imagine that would you would literally be watching basically <laughs> old school were, racing. But if it rained, damn, it'd be a mud ball. Oh, it'd be awful. We should make it like Mario it'd Kart so, and let us throw bananas. It'd be so awful. <laughs> now listen, I have had an idea in the back of my mind for years to on Twitch start a Mario Kart racing league. All right, and have people be fans of people There's that drive. One. Hell, I, I don't. I don't believe there is. I, I, I don't know. My God, and Mario every, and every week, and every week, history. tell them, look, we're racing this circuit, these four races, mm-hmm. and not only that, this is the only kind of cart and the only kind of wheels you can use. So therefore, it just has to be whichever of you are the best drivers. I think that would be great, but. But we can't just have that in real life because I don't want people throwing bombs at each other. It would back bring back Mario Kart, though, because Mar- oh, Mar- right. it's big. not as big as it used it to used be. It used to though. be very big. It ruins friendships. I would got, argue that. It got big again <laughs> when they made the mobile app. All right, so I've got a couple of idea suggestions for the cars. For the NASCARs? Right. Really, all of them? Well, aren't they trying to go towards a, a yes, model? Yes, all of them. Aren't they trying to go towards a model though that's kind of like makes it even for almost everybody now? Isn't that the car of the future? They that always try to do that every time. And so basically, what you do is you get the bodies mm-hmm. and the thing that the manufacturers just give you the engines. Well, and the and the bumper, the bumper okay. shape. Mm-hmm. So the part the the bodies for right. everybody's mostly the same. But I thought that was you, crazy. Damn, you got a different bumper. 
put it that way. All right, wait. Now, hold on while this is on my mind. Before you go into what you want to talk about, this is different. Did, do you or do you not raise your eyebrow a little bit to the winner of the Xfinity race? I don't know what happened. Wasn't he like 16 years old? He's 18. It was his first race. Yeah. It's Joe Gibbs' grandson. Mm-hmm. It's the, his father was the one that died that was Joe Gibbs' son. When, this weekend or something? Or he won it. No, no, no. He, was it J.D. Gibbs or the one that died a few years ago? Mm, okay. It's his son. Mm. Won the race. First Xfinity race. He's 18 years old. His grandfather just so happens to be Joe Gibbs. And he wins the Xfinity race. But Jesse's daddy's Chad Little. He ain't won shit. Let's go, Jesse. No, no, I, no. I'm, listen. <laughs> There's a difference between a guy that's been racing in Xfinity for a while and he gets his first win. And this right. is his, they call him up for one race and he wins it. Now, I'm not going to say maybe he's not talented. But damn, I, my well, father. You can't get to the end of, the, of a race and. And not right. be doing something good. My father and my girlfriend both raised their eyebrows super high saying, me too, because I was like, come on. It's your first race. Because he's been racing ARCA. And then your first race in the Xfinity, and you win that race? Come on now. There's a whole bunch more experienced drivers at the Xfinity level where I'm like, how did you beat them in your first ever Xfinity race? I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Because um, I know you're, you you love you love conspiracies, right. and so to me and to me when I saw, I, I don't like, I don't think for one second they wouldn't fix a race. I'm not gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know the evidence on that one to say whether they did or not, or no. I don't know enough at all at, right. at all about it. Um, but I would I they they have in the like past. I, I know someone who used to work mm-hmm. at one of the teams. I don't want to know the team, and I'm not gonna say he, she, or anything. That person said that at that point, now this is 25 years ago, is that NASCAR basically picked the winners of each race and you got, basically they would pick like three cars for the most part and they'd put them in that order. You know, sometimes cars wreck. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. But for the most part, you know, that's that's, that's the who ones, they'd want That's to what win. they want. Because you got to, you know, I used to think, listen, I'm a Jimmy Johnson fan. Do you think I think Jimmy went in 10, 11, or dominating Lowe's Motor Speedway for 10 years didn't have anything to do with that? Maybe. It might have. I can't say it didn't. Right. Your best track is Lowe's Motor Speedway. You're sponsored Lowe's. by Lowe's. Come on. Your right. team is here in Charlotte. Anyway, I knew and what's bad, I knew I could go to the track, and there was a 50-50 chance Jimmy Johnson was going to win the race at Charlotte. Mm. So if I went to all three races in a year— I saw at least one Jimmy Johnson win. You could have bet money on right. them to win at least three times for Vegas, and probably would have come out at least once or twice. Yeah. So the the whole fixing thing, I'm I'm that don't surprise me at all. Maybe it did, maybe it did. I don't know if if what I'm, what I'm saying on that one is it that important of a thing for that kid to win for it to be fixed? Listen, like, I, I don't it's know. Just kind of weird. Like that's what I'm like, saying. I don't, in, I don't a, know, but at the same time, it's like your first race, right? Your like, Joe like Gibbs he, grandson. Like if Gibbs wants to put him in a in a car in five years he's going to no matter what I, yeah i know that right, right. so i don't know I, I just don't see a reason to 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 do it right this day i, I don't know enough I don't about know. it i don't know I just, right. it just made me raise my eyebrow go ahead indestructible cars it's gonna be tough i don't know how they pull that one off i'll tell you i already know i've seen an indestructible car the issue is the federal government you know what indestructible cars are made out of 
I bet you don't. Talk about the whole thing. Steel. You can make almost every part of a car out of one thing, and it would be indestructible, or you can hit it with a hammer or sledgehammer, and it will not bend or dent. Steel. Huh. What is it? It's not carbon fiber. Mm-mm. No. You ready? Tell me. Hip. Ah. You can make a car, all the parts, almost 99% of the parts, out of hemp, and it will be indestructible. I had a uh, a professor in, in college who did document videos. Stuff. So he did documentaries back then. And that's when you really had to do, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't digital editing. Right. Well, I had to film on anything. I had a had real camera. There. I had videotape. You know, he did all this stuff. So, like, he he went across country interviewing these people, and this guy had made a, a car body. Mm-hmm out of um hemp and he was he showed us a video of them hitting it with hammers and it was just like me hitting something in here and like did that break no my hand just bounced off of it. that's exactly what it looks like mm-hmm. but you know who bought the patents for all that <laughs> ford ah you know who, who you know who you know who spends the most money on making cannabis and hemp illegal the alcohol and paper industries well, I'm not surprised. Paper, you can make hemp. Think hemp about it. Well, I, wonder, I wonder why who why they lobby against mm. those. So why would the alcohol industry lobby against another substance? Don't abuse their substance. Abuse ours. Mm-hmm. Because they know some people quit drinking yeah. and by smoking marijuana. And so this this all so it just goes back for years and years about the federal government Ford buys Ford buys these uh up to all these patents and stuff when when, it, when they come across and, and, and you know the fuels and everything like we have this we actually have this stuff it's been mm-hmm. invented but the federal government stuff won't let us so you can have an, a, a so I want to say we need destructible cars for everybody mm-hmm. first of all which would be basically like everybody basically would have a bumper car then for the most part nice <laughs> it, why don't we it make, can be good I've never understood why we, I've never understood why we don't make cars with little bumpers on anyways for people to drive <laughs> like it might not be appeasing hey, but hey, Hunter said it, that the insurance, the insurance people aren't going to like that would Hunter Tiger Woods have broken his leg if we had that look Hunter said that and you laughed Tanner what did I write right there bumpers my next thing is why the hell are the cars not have bumpers on them like the bumper tracks you not, just have not, a- not just in people in general but the NASCARs yes no, you wouldn't have to make the car indestructible. Put the bumpers on them, and they're all—they're all about the, uh, you know, the aerodynamics of it and everything. Mm. But still, surely God, some engineer could figure out something—a pr- a correct bumper. For God's sakes, they figured out the halo right. on a Formula One car for it to still be aerodynamic, and yeah. it looks gaudy as shit. It does not look. It does would not. you not think that would ruin racing though if they put that on there? A bump? Oh, no, no. I, no. I'm a NASCAR fan. I want bumping. I want rubbing. I want hitting. I don't want us dodging each other in our little go-karts, not touching each other. So when I go to the go-kart, if you're in my way and you hit the brakes, think, think about it. If you're in a Formula 1 and you break in front of me and I hit you, we're both screwed Well, I'll think about it, Tanner. When you go and whenever you race the go-karts or, or whatever it is at like a little amusement park down in Myrtle Beach, if someone slams into the back of you because you went a little bit slower and they were coming around a turn and weren't paying attention, there's still a bumper on it because you guys yeah. don't go up in a fiery ball. Have you seen the videos of them actually blowing up, though? Cause some... I, I don't really want to see one of those videos. <laughs> I would probably be scarred. <laughs> <laughs> I see a small child's arm fly up in the air. I will not be happy. 
right. Um, no, they jumped out of it before it caught on fire. Final couple things, news and notes. Did we talk about Tatis still the other day? Yeah, his, yeah, his big did. contract we, we, we and how he's got so many strikeouts already in one year. Yeah, we did, we did, we did. Okay, that is 100% true. All right, I want to be make sure that we had gotten to that. Cause I like that idea the, for bumpers. That's, we brought up, you like it, don't you? I like that idea. Um, Pujols. Um, Let's make them be in convertibles, too. The drivers driving convertibles? Yeah. Get that past the engineers. <laughs> they do in, F- in Formula 1 and IndyCar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... Pujols. His contract's running out. His wife announced his <laughs> retirement. <laughs> Listen, That's I'm, what everybody I, thought. I'm not one to talk about someone's wife. But he's got one that seems to always speak for him. Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure she was vocal at when he was leaving St. Louis, That's too. what I wanted to get at. Um, and I think she's the reason they left St. Louis and not him. Mm-hmm. We offered him... A ten-year, three hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. What's the math on that, Tanner? It's thirty million. Now, he took and left his history in St. Louis, ten years of maybe the best ten years of baseball history, because the Angels offered thirty-three million a year for ten years. Yes, his wife said the Cardinals' offer was an insult and slap in the face. So if you, I, you at, sold your at, soul for an extra $3 million? Right. At any point, Tanner, if I offered you $300 million, no matter what you thought about that, would it be a slap in the face or an insult? No. Okay. Let's you got start three there. more million dollars. That's not even... Let's start there, lady. You're, you have $300 million. There is nothing to be insulted about. No. No. If people would only remember where they came from, that's never an insult. My God, someone walks in here right now, offers me to go to damn Alberta, Canada now, for $300 million. Right. I'll see y'all boys you're later. Now I'm Alberta. sorry. Um, now, Albert, <laughs> go anywhere for $300 Albert million. and his wife and family do outstanding things for kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. 100% it may be the best, best people in the country to take care of that. But she's nuts when it comes to these contractness baseball stuff. Is she his agent? Did you, did like, you, I was about to say, did you read the letter? Or did you read the notes? I didn't it was like read she's the, note. the player. I was say I didn't read the note, but I saw people were up in arms because it basically made like she was essentially saying he was retiring, but then right. he or his agent had to come out and said no. What she really meant was we're coming up on the final right. year of Albert's contract with the Angels, and he, um, it, she she actually added it, changed her her. Oh, she her, edited her. She post. edited her post. Wow. So I bet you somebody got in her year. She's a wannabe that. player, that's why. So Tatis gets 14 years, 300-something million. Mm-hmm. And he's only played a year. He's play, think about Yeah, right. That's what I want to get at. This dude has played 140 games. Yeah, not even a full season. And think about this, Hunter. If you're in St. Louis, after 10 years, we couldn't have, we couldn't afford to keep Albert Pujols. And this kid has played 143 games and they're and getting paid money more than Albert after 143 games. Now, he might be good. He might be awesome. He might end up being the best shortstop in the league. But again, that's maybes. What kind of slap in the face is it? And then they're 14 years. <laughs> it's so stupid. Man, you think the guy's He's played gonna... 140 games and baseball's guaranteed. Uh-huh, yeah. 
You think he's going to be there for 14 years? I didn't see them saying no trade clause in that contract. No, he'll be in the Yankees or Angels. Yes. In seven. Over here with the Dodgers. Halfway he'll through. Just, he'll stay in L.A. He'll stay in California. Everybody yeah. wants to go to the Dodgers, though. All right, because they're they paying the two. They're, 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 uh, they got payrolls deep pockets. $250 million. They got deep pockets. But I just kind of want to point like, that what out. What I want to know is, I mean, he, he'd only played for a year. He wasn't up for a contract extension. No. I, I don't He's understand what that all right, so basically Damn, from, they what I, from what I've read, they wanted to give him like a five to seven year deal and he's the one that actually asked he calls it a uh statue contract. He wants his statue outside the building and he don't want to leave and not and lose that. Damn, said. all right. We'll hear that after maybe five or well, six yeah, years. Let's wait for ten years. Should have just wait. stated stated but, the Cardinals they would have built a statue. But that's for what him. I'm saying. Do they have a bunch of statues around the stadium. Mm-hmm. Only one of them is a big giant one, and it's Stan Musial. The rest of them are all medium size. Mm. I, I, and Stan, I'm pretty sure the Stan's only top, one they had in front of Atlanta was Hank. I'm trying to think if they had small ones or not. I can't remember. I, I don't really think ones. they did. I think they have like one other. Because I know Louis is surrounded by it. does have statues. And they're, mm-hmm. and they're probably, when I say small, it was stupid to say, they're probably life size. Well, like Stan Musial was a stand. You understand that. what I mean? Like I Stan Musial was a giant statue. The other ones are small. Albert could have had one if bigger. Albert stays there at twenty. Like so, Stan's lefty, right? Mm-hmm. You got him standing in front of the stadium. You put Albert right there. Yeah, and you've got a righty lefty gate to walk through of two of two of the best hitters in the history of the game, mm. and he left over three million dollars a year. Three million dollars a year. That's what ten percent of your contract, like, and it, that they called that an insult. And then he goes, and then he has injuries, and he doesn't play as well. And the Angels paid him more than the Cardinals ever did. And like they're doing of Trout, they're getting zero return on their investment. Question no, is, no I mean, question whatsoever. is now he's in his final year of his contract. What after? Right. He, I think he, it seems like he he wants to keep playing. According to if he made her correct it, he wants to play. So what I think is. If they if they put a DH in the National League, he'll be in St. Louis. I was going to ask, do you think he would retire? Yes, absolutely. To retire, like, I think he will. To I think he's going to play a year or two. And it, I think the timing is weird and bad, as far as if his if he was a free agent this summer, I think he would already be there playing with Yadier and Wainwright in their last year. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens when they say it's Universal DH and then comes up in the fall and Albert says, "Let's do this one more time." Yadier and Wainwright. It could happen. It could not. It, it'd be a shame if he missed those two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I come back to St. Louis and those two ain't there, none of these guys were ever my teammates. Right. They're just going to go they're gonna be looking at me as the old head like, who why, came back trying to finish well, his and career. Well, and the young guys are going to be like, I want to I want to, I want to be in the DH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't care about Albert Pujols. They want to play. Kids are, he's older than, he's played more years in baseball than, than everyone in the minor league system about. Right. He played more years in Major League Baseball than, than everyone in the minor league system is age-wise. Like, they were all weren't born when he started playing in baseball. So, um, listen, he's one of the best hit- hitters ever. He's the best right-handed hitter I've ever seen in my life. Um, he may be the best right-handed hitter ever. The lefty stuff is, is definitely debatable. Uh, but Albert may be looking at his stats. He's going to be top three in RBIs, top five in home runs. Um, batting average, three. I think he's, he's dipped under 300 and to like 297 now. Oh. And uh but he's like he was 328 in uh St. Louis. <laughs> it's just stupid. All right. Uh 
Anything else? Questions on that or, or on I'm pool? I'm good. Stuff? And I, I, that's everything. I hope it's, you, it's a slow time right now for sports. I hope you just don't go. Just. I hope you don't go to a team to not help. It'll go to a winner mm-hmm. and help, or go to St. Louis help slash say goodbye to right. the fans. I agree. If you go to the Miami Marlins, there's no point mm. other than you're chasing stats. And I, okay. Um, don't don't turn into a journeyman. If you want to go get a ring, go get a ring. So, right. So I think so. Here, here's what he's got. Just go chance. buy a ring. You have enough money to buy one. Well, he's got two. So, <laughs> right. Not, if he wants another one, I mean. Right. Um. So here's where he is, Hunter. He is two hundred. He's a hundred and fourteen RBIs behind Ruth. He's 197 from first place, Henry Aaron. RBI men are really prideful about their RBIs. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's going after any record, I think it's that and not the home run. I don't think he can get to the home run. He can't hit 100 more home runs, probably. Probably not. But in two not years. Not his age, but. If they kept the ball juiced, maybe. In but. three years, let's say three years, he hits 20 home runs a year. 65 RBIs, he breaks the RBI record. That puts him at 60, add 60 home runs to it. Uh, I think a lot of people are saying he wants to get to A-Rod. 60 home runs on Pujols. Puts him at 720, actually, past Babe Ruth. Three years, 20 homers, 60 RBIs. He passes Babe Ruth in home runs and RBIs. It's doable. It's doable. It's doable it's, whether you want to or not. Albert Pujols' biggest thing, Tanner is and Hunter is his feet. He's had foot problems, plantar fasciitis. That's that. That's well, age is going to hit him, right? And you play a hundred, and you're standing on your feet in baseball. There's no. Uh, well, the like, best thing for him would be if there's a DH of a position available. So right, I agree. Keep him off his feet and just let him bat. Uh, Cabrera is the next highest on the list in home runs. Pujols is fifth all time. Miggy is thirtieth. With 487. Who does Cabrera pay for now? Is he still with the Tigers? I can't. I don't or am I thinking of like five, six years ago? Trout, He's went to like so many different teams, hasn't he? Yeah, Mike Trout is 149th. Uh, he's right behind Evan Longoria. And he's in front of... 150, so let me get 151. There we go. Tim Salmon, who used to play for the Angels. Mm. That's well, that's a good comparison. Everybody, Tim Salmon's pretty good. All right, I know we got to get out of here. I just want to check on that. Batting average, 299. Yeah, why ain't he the greatest Angel uh, hitter of all time? Mm-mm. All right, let's get out of here. Freddie Freeman at 240, Hunter, in 13 years. Who? Freddie Freeman. Yeah. He didn't play 13 years, has he? What is that 13? Uh, I don't, know. I don't know. Oh, that's how many. I don't know. This year's home. Last year's home. Strike home. They hit 13. Does that sound about right? Home runs. Crazy. Last year? Yeah, the 60 games. Oh, I think. Uh, yeah, because Marcel Ozuna had like 19. I think that's what Alright guys, thanks for tuning in. Shot Jocks, another show. Next Monday. ABCBroadcasting.com. Hurry up, Kevin Hayes. Tanner.
Howard Zach stopped in for a little bit. See you guys next time on KCC Broadcast.